If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Audio Frontier. Ladies and gentlemen, the following podcast is Wrestling Death and is scheduled for one hour. Maybe more. It has no real time limits making their way into your ears. First, from a place called Garniston, he is the Pyramid. It's going to be the funniest show ever because I'm all about the comedy and the money, money. baby. Much you can pay. And his partner, Fela Tapender Stevenson. From Mexico City to Beef Community Centre, I've got stories that are going to blow your mind. Hello, team, and welcome to Wrestling Daft. Scotland's greatest wrestling podcast, no, just Scotland though, but also the United Kingdom, uh, the greatest podcast in the United Kingdom and the greatest podcast in Europe, uh, Eastern Europe, Western Europe, and the continents below and also the world. New and Zealand. New Zealand as well. Uh, Grado is with me as ever. He is not just the co-presenter of Wrestling Daft. He is also a professional wrestler in his own right. Something that sets us apart from 99% of the other wrestling podcasts out there because no other wrestling podcast has got any wrestlers on it, apart from, apart from this one. <laughs> well, hundreds of wrestlers have got podcasts now. Oh, have they? Sorry, I hadn't even, I hadn't even keeping up to date with that. I just watch it. Like who? Kurt Angle's got one, Ryback's got one. Um, who else? Tell me. Jericho. Chris Jericho's got one as well. He's always had one. Fucking jump on. Jump on our gimmick, our bandwagon. I know, is it because of the lockdown? You'll be telling me Stone Cold's got one next. <laughs> Mate, Stone Cold's got one. No, fuck it. Here, listen, let me tell you what I've been up to. I've been uh, I've been playing WWE 2K20, which was meant to be rotten, get really, really bad reviews, and I think it was a bit of a mess, but I think it's been patched now, which is what we see in the uh, in the in the video game business. It's, it's had some patches, so it's in better shape now. And I've been enjoying having a Stone Cold Steve Austin matches. I've been sending Stone Cold out and doing some stunners to people. Been stunning Sasha Banks, not that. Been stunning, been stunning everybody. Stunner, 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 stunner Kevin Owens. Stunner Kevin Owens and going, that's what you get for fucking doing a shite stunner to Kevin Owens, not that. I take it, was I said to you, were you paid to do this? And, uh, is this a, an advertisement? This is an advert for WWE. Nah, it's it's uh, it's a game. It was, it was maybe rotten, get crap reviews. It was on sale for a 10. I picked it up and I've had a bit of fun with it. Isn't he? You know, none of these fucking WWE 2K games have ever been that great. You know, I mean, I'm a strictly a Fire Pro man, a Fire Pro Giant Ram 2000, a WWF No Mercy, um, and also a Virtual Pro Wrestling N64, a total veteran of the wrestling game. Do you need because I mean, I, I don't know why I'm asking this because anytime I ever played computer wrestling computer games when I was young, I just watched the entrances and then fucking restarted it and watched another entrance and watched another entrance. I can't. The, but it looks now as if, you know, to tie up, you need to press three buttons and... Nah, it's, no, it's super easy to play. 
we we would have variety here. Where I'll tell you what, because entrances are amazing, right? Entrances are beautiful, and you can also you can break out an entrance as well. So, for mm. example, if me and you were playing, right, and you're coming in, you're the rock, and I'm waiting in the ring. I've had my entrance, and the rock starts coming down during his entrance. I can press a button to break out of your entrance and come running up the ramp and fucking start battering you. Can you during your entrance, and the music's still playing, not and the lights are still doing, not right. You know what I mean? Good That's fun. His, here, is, have you got a PS5 yet, Rob? I have. Oh, have you actually got a PS5? Aye. Mate, what about this man? There's a guy on my fucking Facebook, right? Wasn't that right? Quite like, he fucking won a PS5 at Christmas, right? On a, mm-hmm. on a raffle. And instantly, straight away, what he done was he put it up on Facebook for a lottery. Yep. So it's like £20 a number. And it's the lottery numbers, right? That's whoever wins it. Yep. And so he's made money out of that, right? What's that? 60 times 20. Can he hank, right? But it's fucking, what's that? What's 60 times 20? 1200 quid. £1,200, right? So fucking three weeks ago, right? No, even three weeks ago, last week, he won another fucking PS5 and won these lotteries. So what does he do? What he done was, he put it up on another Facebook lottery. But what he done also was, he fucking paid, paid himself two numbers. So he paid himself £40 for two numbers. And guess what happened? His fucking number came up again. So then that was his PS5 to then re-raffle it. So he's made about four grand, three, four grand out of PS5s. I just find it disgusting. So he's doing that while there's wee wains out there that are wanting a PlayStation 5 and he's doing mad fucking... During the pandemic as well, he's doing this. Who is this I, guy? I re- Name him. Name him. I really should doubt him, man. Name him. Stephen. Stephen, you're an asshole. Uh, <laughs> what have you been up to this week, Grado? Have you been doing any radio programmes? Monday to Friday between 6 and 10. Go radio, Crofty and me. Banger after banger. Uh, you'll hear us. Right, hold on, Crofty. What kind of fucking first name is Crofty? Well, his name's Gary Muircroft. This is what we do. It's a bit like the wrestling of all gimmicks. Gary Muircroft. So you would be like Flossie. Do you does know anybody Flossie call him, in the mornings. Does anybody call him Gary? No, you're not allowed to because it's, it's like wrestling. Do you, do you know what I mean? Is he officially Gary. called Crofty? Like an advert? Uh, if there's an advert for the show, is it like yep. Crofty? Right, hold Correct. on, John. See, see George Bowie. Yes. He's Bowie at breakfast, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. That's just his son name. That's quite respectable, I think. Mm. So why is George Bowie... See, I think that's a power play there because George Bowie is being respectful. Uh, he's the respectable guy. He's the veteran. He's got the Bowie at yeah. breakfast. It's just his son name. There's authority there. Why is Crofty doing this like he's a wee fucking 14-year-old guy, wee napubes, wee guy at school? Going, well, it's Crofty at breakfast. Come and listen to you, Crofty. Well, you had a chance there to come on my radio show on the breakfast show and promote your... What have you been doing? I've got no fucking day anything, mate. I've got no work. I've got no work, mate. You're on Monday to Friday every fucking morning with Crofty. <laughs> right. I mean, I probably shouldn't have said that, right? But you're not fucking getting... Crofty and his gang. I think they're fucking brilliant, didn't they? Right. Well, look, <laughs> I'm just going to watch it because he might be listening to this, right? Their... No, he's, he's not listening to this. He has to listen to you every fucking morning, Grado. He's not going to then listen to a fucking podcast as well. Jesus Christ. Anyway, I understand the way he does it. It's it's what you do, and it's like you know, I was in a band called President Prime. We we put it as a Z instead of an S, and President. It's the kind of it's, it's that's what you do. And ever since is it Crofty, Crofty with a K? Next. What is it Crofty with a K? No, 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 no. It's a C, mate. It's a C. No, it's a C. Tell you that. Right here we go. So we've got what a punter saying. Coach Bombay has been in touch. He's taking us back to some old show banter, saying. Robert Florence can finally get Grado into the Golden Girls hype as every season yeah, the Golden Girls is coming to Disney Plus this summer. No. First of all, have you got Disney Plus, Grado? Ah, uh, but I never use it. Keep it because we are going to watch the Golden Girls, right? <laughs> and I'll tell you what we're going to do, right? See when Golden Girls does launch on the show, 
we'll we'll watch some episodes, right? We'll watch some episodes and talk about them on the show, right? We'll talk about just just to keep up what Blanche's work was like that episode and stuff like that, and you know what I mean? Just things like that. Is it a remake or is it all episodes? No, it's all old series. It's old series. Right. Still stands up. Don't you worry about it. May have football themes. The football was pointed out by Big Paul. Cheers, Paul, for getting in touch with us. Everton came out to the Hardys theme against Fulham, while West Ham came out to the New Days theme against Sheffield United. What's going They're on? At They're at it, man. There's there's definitely a Facebook group where all the music PA folk at English football are going. You heard Gredo and Robert Font talking. We should what he's putting on this week. No, hold on. Correct me if I'm wrong, but did a promotional picture no go out like in the past week or so with WWE wrestlers with Premiership teams football taps on? Is that I saw Jeff Hardy in an Everton tap? Did mm-hmm. Drew no tweet that? Mm-hmm. Uh, what was it because Cesaro was wearing a Leeds tap? Was he? Yep, yep. And I think um, I think maybe Kofi Kingston had a West Ham tap on or something or a Villa tap, something like that. Is it, have you seen this? I don't have know. Maybe it's subliminal because BT Sport obviously have the football coverage for a lot of the Premiership games, plus they have the wrestling coverage. So maybe there's some sort of money being changed hands here. Is it a Tony Khan thing? Is is Vince? Because Tony, Tony Khan's dad owns a club, does he know? Fulham. Fulham. And have, is there any WWE guys with Fulham tab? Let's nah. find that out. In fact, they were all saying oh. Fulham were shite. They were all... See, maybe it's maybe this is the play. Maybe Vince's went right. Okay, so Tony Aye. Khan's dad is running Fulham. So we are going to fucking get all the all the players out, all the all the players out, all the wrestlers out, all the superstars with the other teams taps on some like that. decked out in everybody's bar film. But by the way, is it Tony Khan or is it his dad? I might be both of them. Ah, uh, and the Jaguars they want to. And the then Jaguars. there's a right, there's another Ryan Reynolds as well. Is in the mix now. What in Deadpool. the Deadpool? Deadpool, he sell Wrexham. I think Wrexham. Wrexham, I think Deadpool runs Wrexham, right? Oh, I guess he, we didn't even talk about that in football daft. Why the fuck am I having to tell you this? You stay fucking football daft and I'm having to tell you all this. But what the fuck is Chris Toldane on that show? Mate, he's just banging on about Celtic. I know what it's like. I bet you Chris Toldane's banging on about Celtic all the time. Oh, Celtic are like this, not that. And Stephen Purden's like, no, Rangers are the best. Rangers are the best. He's only fucking talking about the fact Deadpool's running Wrexham. Can I fucking show he's running real there? Shout out to everybody, including Colt Cabana, who flagged up that it's the anniversary of the time RVD superkicked Gredo in five-star wrestling, even <laughs> though they were on the same team, because he legitimately didn't know who Gredo was. Mm-hmm. A lot of people want to know the story behind that. I want to know the story behind that. Gredo, over to you. I don't think there's much to really tell, apart from the fact that what usually happens when Yanks come over to the UK, you know, what they'll say is, right, here's my room, no other country to in. And that's generally what happens. Um, and the first... The first time I actually met him was um, when we were live on screen because five star wrestling was that put together. It was there was no, it was just all the gaff for, for the start to the finish. It was mental. And we, me and Cabana, can you just come and do a, a live promo with RVD and Remy Steele? I don't even remember what they asked us today. I think we were just to go in and say that we won the like other British tag teams. And so the first time we laid eyes on, on RVD was gone into that room. It was stinking a fucking hash. And I, I can't remember. We spoke a lot of shit. I don't know. We rambled on. Colt Cabana called, said that Scotland wasn't in Britain or whatever. Anyway, it was a lot of rubbish. And then I think he was, we were told at the end, we were to go down and make the save. And I can't, I can't remember if we even, we spoke to RVD. Somebody was probably in charge of letting RVD know who was coming down. But anyway, he, they're getting they're getting beaten up by the by the British guys. Their music uh, hits. We run down to the ring. 
Can I clear this? I shit can Rampage Brown. Yeah, really good. These fucking RVD just gets up and looks at me. He gives me a super kick. <laughs> I swear to God, man, right? I fucking landed. I went, oh no. Then I went, oh, she's fucking brilliant. I'm in his team, mom and his team, mom and his team. He had no fucking clue. And you know what? I never saw him again until again. Oh no, we were in a six man the following week, right? <laughs> I, I told Jesus, didn't I? And uh, <laughs> fucking, I remember I was being a, was a six man with Rey Mysterio, Moose against uh, Rampage Brown. Who else was in the match? Was Marty's got to win it? I can't quite remember. Anyway, I remember being on the ropes, and and I didn't I didn't even know I was doing this. But um, a couple of months later, RVD was on a podcast and he was talking about fucking marks and wrestling, right? And he was like, "Man, I was tagging in the UK uh, last year uh, or a couple of months ago, standing in the ring. This guy standing there going." Oh, I love this, man. This is great. I'm tagging with Rey Mysterio. I'm tagging with RVD. This is amazing. This is great. And I'm sitting listening going, I was fucking talking about me. <laughs> was he, saying? he goes, if Sabu was in that match, he would have kicked his ass. <laughs> so, Credo, can I ask, there was no after the fact, there was no, like, chat backstage no. or anything. No, no he just maybe, fucked off into his tour, uh, tour bus. Just him. Was him. He, never had, he never had a tour bus. He had a wee room, but we never... I wasn't going to go up and go, yo, what the fuck was that about? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, fucking watch him. T- I just laughed about it and then it, it, was, it was live on telly, so... It, it was a good sell, by the way, Grado. It was a good sell. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, you know what I mean? Oh, he's, he, doesn't, he doesn't hang about, man. He's, RVD's known for being one of the stiffest guys. He fucking, I remember I remember asking Abyss, who's the, who's, who's the, um, who's the fucking... Uh, Who's the, what do you call it? What's the fucking world? Who's the stiffest cut you have ever wrestled? And he was like, RVD. And he is. He is stiff. So I had no option to see him. You felt it. I, mean, mm, I felt, felt it, it. Aye, aye. But no, like, it was nothing, nothing mega, but it was, <laughs> just I remember lying and going, ah, <laughs> laughing. <laughs> <laughs> Here, here's one for Grado as well. Thanks to Andy, who found some documentary footage of the infamous, and we've spoken about this a lot on this very programme. No. Jake the Snake post office session where both uh, Dallas and Grado, Mark Dallas for ICW and Grado can be spotted alongside the WWF champ, WWE champ, sorry, uh, faux pas, uh, Drew McIntyre, being coached by Jake the Snake in a post office. Uh, and, <laughs> and we saw that, I, I saw that video myself. It was quite astonishing to see uh, that footage. I'm pure mesmerized, aren't I? I'm pure looking well, at you're it. staring at him, aren't you? You're staring oh, at him. I, 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 was, I can see it right now. I can see it right now. I'll never forget that day. Never, ever forget that day, especially when he punched me. Oh, I said, I've told that before, didn't I? Oh, I. How do you punch? <laughs> Bang. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I was <how> you did. <laughs> right, what a day, man. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Sorry, I was, I was going, were you saying something else? No, nah, man. Are you saying anything else about Jake Snake Roberts? No, I just, I, I just, it was fucking a great memory, and because he was out here for like two years until we get uh, shit canned back to America. Was he here for, for as long as that? Two years? I was about two years, man. Should he starved his steak? Well, that's right. That Remember? was that yeah, that SPCA got him chucked out the country or something like that. That's right. So Chris got in touch. Says one for Rab here, the famous Mister Perfect face turn in '91. Uh, on WWF primetime laying the seeds for that 30 minutes of gold with some of the best ever Heenan and all that in attendance he's wanting to know what other suggestions people have for non-in-ring segments that are online and available to watch I mean there's quite a lot of stuff I remember when I was a wee guy mm. um, quite a lot of 
outside the ring segments, mad things with Mister Fuji and all that, and you know what I mean. There's quite a lot of that stuff I'd like to, I'd like to see again because that's what you do when you go back and watch old stuff. Most of the time you're going back and watching old matches, aren't you? Or old promos leading up to matches. Mm-hmm. But there was a lot of daft kind of shit run about the outside, particularly um, WWF Prime Time is a good example because I loved that show, man. That was a brilliant show. I mean. I mean, I, when I go back, you're talking about the like Kurt Angle backstage singing with, with Steve Austin and stuff like that. I fucking I love that. Like things like that, aye. Aye. And I, I always, the promo with The Rock, uh, Kane and, was it The Rock, Kane and Hogan? Remember they were in a six-man years ago and Kane started hitting out with... What a part Aye, the whole comedian aye, part aye. and stuff like that. I love all that stuff. Aye, that was good, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. How's he, how'd you do a punch? <laughs> Karate Warrior 2, who always has content for us, always has asked this question, inspired by Grado's work on Scott Squad and his love for buddy cop films. What two wrestlers, past or present, would make the ultimate buddy cop pairing? So imagine there was like a kind of buddy cop show kind of thing, and it was two wrestlers. What would be what would be the show you'd want to watch or the film you want to watch with mm. the two as buddies? Let me think here. I think Kurt Angle would make a good a good cop and a buddy cop. I think he'd Kurt Angle and Cocabana. I would want to see a buddy cop show or buddy cop movie with Biggie and Rowdy Roddy Piper. Oh, I think that would one. be dynamite. That would be dynamite. Two like proper, two uh, opposite ends of the spectrum in in terms of like the time that they wrestled in, mm-hmm. um, and you know, and Roddy's just Roddy would just be like be one of the kind of chalk and cheese relationships. Be great fun. Good I'd love it. My, my other suggestion, a wee bit chalk and cheese as well, would be probably be. Um, Maybe Crater and Bingo Balance. <laughs> Crater and Bingo Balance is a good one. Uh, I like that one. That's a that's a good one. Uh, my other one. <laughs> what? That's a good one. I'm being serious. Um, and my other one would be probably the Dynamite Kid and Chris Benoit. <laughs> <laughs> good one. Uh, so anyway, punters have got in touch and go and, and gave us some suggestions for this. Scott said Jericho and Mark Henry. Mm. Oh, aye. Interesting one, interesting one. Dan says Angle and Austin. Ah, that's a good show. Oh, that'd be great. Alistair says Ron Simmons and Matt Riddle starring in Damn Bro. <laughs> Damn! Kev says Hacksaw Jim Duggan and Iron Sheik. Scottish Wrestling Network says Fandango and Cash. I see what he's doing there. He's doing. He's he thinks he's in the fucking pun segment. Oh, he's getting his up, Graham says Hogan and Sting. Uh, Bronze Cello says 1999 heel big boss man and bingo balance. Oh, man. Fuck yeah, we man. go. Beautiful. And uh, you could call him boss man and balance. What do you call right. it? Boss man and bingo. Boss man and balance. That's well. Boss man and balance. Or boss man and balance has got a right ring to it. Uh, big boss. Boss man and balance, isn't it? Uh, Andy says bad news, Brown and Chris Kaczynski. Bad news plays Tyrone Privilege, a badass, no-nonsense black cop that had to start for the bottom fighting prejudice and racism. And Chris is a by-the-book rookie named John White. He went to the best schools and has been fast-tracked to detective. They're pulling a case known as Hard Knocks, which is mysterious death of athletes with swollen brains by Chef Okadao, which is played by Yokozuna. Will they solve the case or will they give in to the prejudice of each other? And the hit show, White Privilege, it's called <laughs> Amazon Prime Original. It's beautiful. He's put a lot of thought into that. Cheers, Andy, for that. Brett Hoopman says, though it's already happened, it's pointed out a pilot for back in the day called Tag Team. Are Starring you Roddy Piper and Jesse Ventura. I've Are you aware fo- of this? I've got no knowledge of this. Wait till I show you this. This is So Roddy Piper was in one. This is Roddy Piper. This isn't the one where Roddy Piper's in like a mega 
fighting scene with guns and all that. That's not that, is it? I, I don't know if it is, but yeah. Have you never seen you, the Have you never seen They Live, Grado? Is that what that is? They Live. Well, it's the film with Roddy Piper in it, but it's like it's like uh, aliens. Have you never seen it? Nah, nah. I'm not watching Grado, man, because Piper's fucking amazing in it. What, what's that one? I'm thinking about where Piper's like. Um, he's got he's, a gun in uh, They Live. I think that's where it'll be. Well, it? Probably because it's a great. He's just, he's just well, we'll pro- we'll one of my favorite pro- films. Probably get done for copyright this, but check this out. I was, I, I was, I cannot believe this actually happened. This is amazing. What do you want? A company car and an expense account? What? <laughs> oh my back! <laughs> it's locked. Look out! <laughs> That's how, that's the, that's the, that's the reason for ECW having that was an entrance, you there? Is it a I comedy? I was inspired by that scene. I don't know, I, but I'm, I'm certainly going to be sitting down and watching an hour of tag yeah. team with Jesse Body Ventura and Roddy Piper. I think we body slammed the truck. Ha! <laughs> oh, brilliant. Brilliant. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> it's funny, man, isn't it? As you can just tell, like, that's not, like, whoever's wrote that line. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, it's body slammed it. the truck. <laughs> <Isn't it? laughs> they don't know the business, do they? Aye, man, it's funny. You know, like it's... if we if we wrote a cop show, Grado, that was about two wrestlers who were also cops or detectives or something. That'd be brilliant. We would, we would know how to fucking in our work into but, the game. That's right? what I'm saying. But the amount of folk who do you think it's funny about when some folk they like try and describe wrestling because <clears throat> I don't mention I don't mean to mention Crofty again, but. Uh, <laughs> one or two times he's kind of went to me oh hey you need to be giving him one of your slam dunks slam dunk basketball man I should be that part of the nerves beyond basketball daft speaking of the basketball <laughs> speaking of the basketball shout out to the Brooklyn Nets who will be playing the LA Lakers tonight big 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 game tonight big game tonight after a fantastic comeback against the Phoenix Suns I'll be very exciting. James Harden is playing out his skin. Uh, right, so if you want to get in touch with us about any of that stuff, I'll just random wrestling-related stuff. Get us on Twitter at Wrestling Daft, on Insta at Wrestling Daft Podcast, just Wrestling Daft on Facebook, or email us at wrestlingdaft.gmail.com. Every week, we like to separate the good for the bad, the Brooklyn Nets for the LA Lakers, is there anyone to bury or indeed put over this week, Mr. Grado? See, unfortunately, I've no managed to catch any AEW. I've, I've kind of um, missed that. I've seen Cameron Grimes' promo. I used to, he, he wrestled in uh, TNA under Trevor, Trevor Lee. And I quite like his wee character. He's gone on in NXT. But I was I woke up this morning for, for my radio show and everybody was giving it get well soon to, to Kyle O'Reilly. He's apparently had... Something wrong with him, but I don't know if you is can to confirm is it real? Is it no real? Yeah, I, well, I think it is. I think it's actually shoot because uh, he certainly tweeted there just now. He, had, he took a really bad brain, brain buster and he was stretched out last really. Time. Yeah, Yikes. yeah, hell, man. well, that's no good. Well, I would like to uh interject and just say I want to put over a uh, AEW's um women's world championship eliminator tournament, the Japanese first round bracket which is a show that you can watch on YouTube, actually. Um, yeah, a bundle of matches there. Uh, Excalibur is on commentary for the whole of that. Shout out to Excalibur. That's your pal, man. On his own. Doing it without Jim Ross there to fucking 
annoy him and get things wrong and knock him off his fucking rhythm. Um, Excalibur did a really good job of covering, and it's worth having a look at uh, some great Japanese wrestling matches. Uh, you've got Kong in there. Maki Ito in there as well, who, remember, we played her entrance last week, Grado, just last week. A- she was there. Um, and I think that's worth taking a look at. I, I really enjoyed that. I sat down and watched that. It's a wee hour, quick wee hour, four matches, uh, and just just uh, almost like in an empty room, almost, uh, and two and four really enjoyable matches with Excalibur doing a power of work on the mic. Really enjoyed it. Yeah, see what the punters are saying. Jason, ah, like Kate O'Reilly was a work, by the way. I've just that's what I'm saying. I've John. just looked. Did you get worked, sheets. John? Yeah, I was worked by. The, I was worked by. Hold the, on, rewind. John's been worked. <laughs> Yeah. John's been worked. Jafty. John's been worked. Jafty. You are such a strob. Oh, you're a strob, man. You're a strob. John has been worked. Right. So I want to hear. I wish we could fucking play that back live. What John said because he was like this. Oh, he took a really bad brain buster, and he was really badly hurt and all that. And he's a uh, John. Here's news for you. Wrestling's kid on. Wrestling's kid on, which by the way is a t-shirt you can buy. Uh, spreadshirt.com. You like that? Did you like that, John? Dinner? It was worth getting a slag in there. Yep, yeah, it was good, good plug. Uh, but you get worked. Jason uh, got in touch. He says he wants to bury gauntlet matches. He's like, how did it make sense to get the advantage in the elimination chamber match? You give the guy coming into the gauntlet match an advantage. It's a farce, he says. But he does want to put over takeover, and in particular, Finn Balor versus Pete Dunn. Great match. And Dunn snap nail fingers will always have a place. In my NXT, <laughs> fair play, you. Aldo Stash says he wants to bury Jake Roberts' dress sense. It's dire. Whoever chose that snake pattern shot needs a slap. In the Have you seen his trackies? Do you know what? <laughs> He's. Uh, you remember I done test drive when I wore a different tracksuit. I'm sure there's somebody out there that can find Did a. Did you pitch. wear a different tracksuit every episode? Every episode, mate. Every episode. And right. So, so explain to me here. Did the show's budget pick it up? Right. Here's a crack, right? Right. The show was. was produced by a company called Bandicoot, who were great with me. And um, what they done was they took my sizes, and every night after film, because what would they would do an episode a day, and they would come to my hotel at night and give me a new tracksuit that they ordered off the internet. But they warned me, you can't keep them. I thought, who the fuck wants to keep this shit? Anyway, a little bit of trivia Bandicoot threw me. To the pavement, prove me the sidewalk, because what they done was they picked up the rights to the masked singer. So if there's people out there screaming out for a new test drive, a new series of test drive, I know there'll be plenty out there. I know it's such a great, one of the best mm. quiz shows in Scottish television history. Mm. The, up there, well, a fucking... It was nominated per- for a fucking BAFTA, didn't it? Correct. Best Correct it was, and well, I was robbed. Um, I was fucking robbed. So if, if there's people out there that want another episode, another series of Test Drive, Bandicoot Productions, pester them, and uh, hopefully can make that happen because... We'll see if Test Drive had won that BAFTA. Aye. You'd have went up and got it, and the guy would have gave you it, and he'd have went, you can't keep that, but... <laughs> Send that back, mate, you can't keep it. <laughs> Keith, here, listen, I just want to say one thing, I'll go stash about Jake Roberts' dress sense. See if you think Jake Roberts' dress sense is bad to know. Take a look at that fucking video in that post office. <laughs> right? And you'll see oh, how man, far Jake Roberts rotten. come. He was rotten, man. Keith wants to bury the undisputed era being split up. 
They should have been moving to the main roster as a unit. Shocking, isn't it? They should have been fucking forming a boy band and fucking touring about Britain in fucking 1994, a bunch of skinny wee bastards. <laughs> fucking buried undisputed era being split up. Fucking, I bought some matches, these skinny boys. I got any interest in them. Jan wants to put over AEW having an exploding barbed wire death match. And he wants to bury Marks, so I think it will be an Anita style explosion death match. It's because no gonna be, is it? <laughs> well, it was a thing where Ian Andrew Dice Clay put up a, a kind of tweet yesterday, and I totally remember all this for years. Anita tried to get a, a death match in America. Him and uh, what do you call him? Zandig and stuff like that. For years they tried, but there, Tony Khan pops up fucking and manages to put it on right away. But I don't think, I mean, there's no, well, it's not going to be. It's going to be a couple of a couple of fucking sparklers going off <laughs> and all that. And it's going to be like somebody waving a wee sparkler, a wee bit. Of... Here, this is what I want to say. What? Um, I want to talk a wee bit about Adam Cole, right? Go. Because I saw a picture of him at the end of the NXT show, and he was in the ring, and it was like shock horror, and he was, and he was like, that guy. Look, I, 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 I make jokes about undisputed era, right? about them being physically unimpressive, right? But you, you can't have... See, in a show that has, like, Karrion Cross, for example, in it, right? You can't present Adam Cole as somebody that's in that same area, on that same level, somebody who could have... who could stone in a ring with a physically intimidating presence like Karrion Cross. You can't have him there like a threat, holding a belt and stuff like that, as kind of skinny wee guy with long hair, short. I don't get it. I don't get it. He I mean, be in the main event, he's he's. T- I remember he was he was in backstage progress with me years ago, and that was the first thing I noticed. But he's got some fucking super kick on him, isn't he? He has. He's great. He's listen. He's really really good in the ring, right? He's really good in the ring, and he's got a load of charisma. But you know, there was a reason why back in the day you had there was back in the day you had guys in the mid card, and you had guys in the fucking main event. You know but what I mean? Rob, Rob wrestling's changed. Wrestling's changed. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm with Vince. Well, I'm sorry, Rob, but wrestling's changed. I'm with Vince here and everything. Wrestling's you know what I mean, actually? Changed. Get over it, man. Come I'm with on. Vince. I'm with Vince. Look, yeah. all I'm saying is wrestling's freaking changed, bro. It's not the same. Yeah? You want to listen to The Undertaker talk about guns and stuff like that and being I, harassing people? Come I on, agree. it's 2021, bro. I do want to hear Undertaker talking about guns. Come on, bro. You sound like Jim Cornette, man. Undertaker should bring out a podcast called My Guns. It's just called My Guns. Guns Daft. Guns Daft. Guns Guns Daft. daft. (laughs) Sign up to the Patreon. (laughs) If you sign up to Tier 3, you'll get the Undertaker's uh, Gun Daft podcast. (laughs) Jamie wants to put over Impact Wrestling, been brilliant recently. I need to start watching Impact. It's really annoying that everybody starts saying it as soon as I fucking leave that thing, man. I need to start annoying. watching Impact because I've heard they've, they've really went up in the world since they've made some changes to the roster. <laughs> Jamie <laughs> says that Impact's been brilliant recently, but once they bury that Cecil Hotel documentary, absolute shite. Here, here. Here, here, brother. Shite. It's I tell you what, did we talk about this last week? What is the crack with these fuck? You know I'm a documentary fiend. I love it. And uh, we documentary shout-outs just now to the, to the Tiger Woods documentary on Sky. It's two episodes, an hour and a half each. Fucking superb. His dad was a mass shagger, and it rubbed off on him. And I'm also halfway through uh, Case... His dad rubbed off on him? 
Is that was a match Shagger and he rubbed off on Tiger Woods? What? Well, all right. He would get. Sorry, right, sorry. <laughs> Wait, do you know what would happen, right? No, you only like people won't like this, but it'd be basically Tiger with G Star would see how instead of using a golf cart to drive around, what he would do was he would he would bring up Winnebago and pump women, and he's Winnebago at each hole while Tiger was out trying to putt, trying to putt. Each hole, eighteen. He pumped them at each hole. Well, I mean, I don't know if it was each hole, but he's win a You know, he would drive it on the rough instead of using a golf cart. But you're saying pump them at each hole, but there's like there only is like three holes, right? <laughs> oh, on the course, on the course, <laughs> the goals, man. Right. Move on. Sorry. Anyway, my other one was this camp, this uh, theme park in America. That's apparently everybody died in it, or the shoots. Or the dangerous shoots. Oh, I want to see that. What, oh, Rob, it's great. It's great. It's really, really good. See, HBO and Sky know how to do the documentary. Can you message me how to watch that one about the fairground? Because I want to see that. Is aye. it the one in the 70s? Yeah, 70s. Like, dangerous one. Right. But I'm burying it. Present documentary daft. Mate, I'd love to do documentary daft. We should do that once for the Patreon. Talk about my favourite documentaries. We should. Cecil Hotel's crap. Uh, John wants to bury Randy Orton, Alexa Bliss segment on Raw, of course. <sighs> Do I um, talk about wrestling anymore? Do I talk about documentaries? And wants man? to put Fuck over it. Gargano versus Kushida at take of a brilliant match. Scott says Raquel, but this is what's written here. I'm going to read what John's written down here. And I don't know if this is I've the guy that wrote paste it. it. I've copied and pasted it. Scott says Raquel Gonzalez, an absolute beat. Beast. A beat, it says here, an absolute beat. He means beast. <laughs> Judging her own rabs, could he or she kick the fuck out of me? The answer is absolutely. Uh, Cameron Grimes, a comedy character at NXT, has been badly missing for ages. So he's putting name over. TNA, no surrender. Never watched it, just like the name. I want to bury Hee Haw. He's in a good mood, Scott. <laughs> Fair play to you. And my boss, Richie, says, I want to bury Grado's dream WrestleMania opponent answer for last week. That was bish. Who did I say? He says it was the guy you were talking to. You did. Well, let me tell you something, my boss, Richie. What Grado did last week was what you call... Uh, comedic talent, comic timing, and comedic talent. You don't, you just don't get what he did. What he did was actually an incredibly sophisticated thing. He didn't even need no. to elaborate. He went, you know, you want to hear something funny? You know what the funny thing is? It was hilarious. It was great. It was my favorite bit of last week's show. You know what? As I eat a fucking pink French fancy. But these questions, no fanner. Just you eat your fancy. It's the part of the show we invite you, the listeners, to do a run-in. You can ask Grado about being super kicked by RVD while on the same team as him. Or ask me about my love of horror films if I haven't watched. Des doesn't do available on BBC iPlayer just now. This week, however, it's a surprise guest. We don't know who is coming on. Who could it be? Here we go. After last, after last week's show, I'm nervous. It's Crofty! Oh, no. It's Toby! <laughs> Toby Michaels! <laughs> Hello? Oh, what a there surprise. I'm a professional. What a surprise, man. Toby, it's good to see you, mate. How are you? Oh, doing grand, man. Doing grand, man. I, I was a bit scared after uh, that title last week, but. Aye, aye, aye. But if you listened, if anybody listened to uh, last week's episode, we were talking about how beautiful Toby's voice is. Well. Uh, <laughs> No, Toby's voice is tremendous, right? As I say, you look at Toby and you don't think he's got like he, he he's got this sort of kind of operatic voice. Because when he first hit me, he was in a band, I thought it would have been like the screaming and stuff like that. But he's 
voice is beautiful, but I'm worried about last week when we when I put on the Broken Ravens song. That was not the Broken Ravens that you were in at all, was it? No. Um, so what, the, explain to me. Were you? Did somebody tell you about this, or were you listening to the show? Like what the? F- <laughs> well, I mean, I was going to check um, for the episodes. Uh, later in the day because I watch it a bit later in the day myself because I don't sleep very early but um, one of my friends was like you should probably listen to Wrestling Daft um, <laughs> the, bo- the boys are taking a wee pop there and I was like oh god and he's clearly he said he said you have taken a pop to try to wind me up mm-hmm. and I've gone listening like oh god what what's going on here I've gone to look I've seen the title and gone oh god someone they're ripping into me for what I've said to Gredo because I knew exactly what it would be about I knew it was the tweet about the singing. <laughs> <laughs> I put the bloody f- fear into me, but then it was it, the oh no turned into a different oh no when you found the Ravens. So I was like, oh no, Gredo doesn't know that I'm not in the band anymore. <laughs> so what happened there, man? What is the story there? Why why are you not in the band anymore? That is the same band. It is the same band. It's actually oh, so but it was the new singer. It was the new singer. The recordings are the recordings that I took part with in LA, the music side of it, but they've gone a different direction. I needed to step away for different right. reasons and stuff as well. So it was all all mutual. I'm not going to lie. I was I was a bit of an, a, a crabbed fucker when it happened at it's first. It's their loss, mate. It's their loss. It's, it's, it is what it is. I mean, I like the new the new singer anyway. I'm good, good friends with Gordy, their new singer, so but, he's, but, he's a cracking guy. But what, what, what must it like, John? I, I've not listened to the show, but did did we 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 played we played a good two minutes of that song, didn't we? <laughs> we did. So you must have been sitting there going, "Get us off, man! It's not me." Were you? I was laughing my head off. One right. of the first things I did after the episode was I called my old drummer and I was like, you're not going to believe this. You've got about two minutes of promo on uh, <laughs> Wrestling Daft. <laughs> he was delighted. He thought it was hilarious. Like. Brilliant, man. So what was your background with the singing, man? Did you do singing at school and stuff? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a weird one. I, I started from a very young age, but when I first started off, there was kind of that, it's a horrible stereotype of like, back when you're younger, like, oh, boys don't sing, that sort of thing. So the first time I ever tried to sing, I deliberately flubbed singing. I sang out of tune deliberately in the school choirs and that. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And the next year I went and I was like, no, I really want to do my singing. I went to do my singing and they're like, are you sure, Toby? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, 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 I, I want to get a go. And I gave it a go and they were like, has this come on in the last year? And I had to explain <laughs> to them what I'd done the yeah. year before. So I did all my school choirs and then music college been doing bands since i was about 16 now so did you did you do that rob because i i, I can totally <laughs> to that man I, I totally remember stunning and all that maybe if the music teacher get like like a couple of trips up to try and sing but because all the tidy lassies were in a class you're like i'm not sure you know what i mean I'd, I'm, a, I'm a man I, I, the only reason i always thought i could sing a bit my dad was a good singer and stuff like that and mm-hmm. I always thought I could hold, definitely hold a tune but but did you was try right the... no because it was it was really only when because I played the clarinet at school and it was really mm-hmm. only when I did higher music and you have to pick like three instruments or something and one of them can be your voice so it was like keyboard and mm-hmm. clarinet and I was like well I might as well be voice and that and that was like it was the same kind of story there it was like voicey sure let's let's hear you and then it was like mm-hmm. kind of the first time I'd look at Czech has gone on as if we're fucking a pure amazing singers man oh, well, when yeah, I first yeah. uh, found I had a good voice. <laughs> so how is your, how is your voice new, man? It's it's getting there. The, the LPR that like I, I tweeted you about it as well. It's not been easy. Like it's been about fourteen months now. And when I first started, literally this was what I had. But uh, I'm at a point now where I do have my melodic range basically back. Some of the high notes are still a bit of a strain. Have you tried vote? Have you tried 
complete vocal rest at all. Yeah, well, I mean, unless it's a very specific terminology for something, I mean, like I've early on, I was trying to do little bits to try to keep my voice warm. But then I was like, you know, I just need to step back for a little bit and just try not to speak so much during the day, which um, I think Gredo can attest for any time he's had to put up with me. Uh, I talk a lot. He does. So that's the thing is, we throat matter, sorry, Gredo, but like we, we stuff that happens with your throat, it's really hard for it to heal because mm. you're constantly talking. You're constantly using your voice. Your vocal cords are constantly going yeah. like that. So it's like, you know, it's really, really hard for it to heal. It's, you can't, yeah. it's difficult to rest it the same way you would rest anything else. Do you know what saved me during Panto? I don't know if, you're, if you've heard this, Toby. It's like a it's like a wee flask, a wee blue flask, where you, you, you boil hot water and you put it in and there's a wee kind of nozzle where you can suck it and all the, the steam goes back my ah, throat. It's the, it's, the, it's, the, it's the vapors. Um, <laughs> or that. A bucket. Well, actually, I used to kind of spice it up and put like, hundreds of tunes in it and vocal zones and all that kind of carry on and then I'd blast it man and then the kind of what do you call that a ravey kind of feeling menful is it menful ah you and, get the me- I, I used oh, to get man, the menthol crystals for that because I, 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 they, they pant on you end up your, your voice is absolutely fucked by for the like, after, after three or four weeks but that helped me that soaking that fucking bong have you ever done it with an orange behind a bin Credo. I was going to say an apple. Was like, an, apple. And a, and a, and a, an apple in the disabled disabled public toilets, yeah? <laughs> oh, mate. If I tell that son of a fucking hanging hash. Mate, I, I, hope your voice is, I hope your voice gets better, man. It's like, I know it's a long road and frustrating, but you feel as if you're on the, you feel as if you're on the upswing right now. There's there's an uptake on it. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to go completely doing that route but i mean I'd, I'd be lying if i didn't say that like mentally it's just been absolutely draining because i've had to just like take away take myself away from something that i've done not just as a career but a hobby and for like a release for like sort of mental health stuff and that and it's a horrible time. time as well and it's a yeah, horrible time for horrible time is this. i i joked early on that everyone was back in march we're like oh we're gonna have to be locking down i'm like I've been locked in for five months, mate. You're, you're going to have a breeze with it. Just go watch some Marvel on Netflix. You yeah, know? Well, well, this is the thing, man. At least you'll know missing things <laughs> and stuff like that. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So, uh, when you so, go to sing, man, I want to hear you sing. I can't. He's resting his voice. Oh, you can't can sing at all tonight? However, 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 Toby did send us a track Excellent. based around. You want to introduce it, Toby, and I'll bring it up. Uh, well, it's, it's one Gredo should actually be familiar with because he asked me about it at Belladrum uh, oh, a few years ago. It's a song called Shout Out that I wrote about, uh, and for specifically, uh, Rowdy Roddy Piper. I got oh, to know I remember him. that. Yep. And uh, it's about Piper, and then it's about um, the mega powers as well because I thought, I can't just completely mark out over Piper. I better put the one that folk like with... Hulk Hogan and Macho Man in one of the verses, and it's kind of a song about positivity and stuff as well. And it's beautiful, just having your voice heard and all that. So, but this is uh, this is unreleased previously. Uh, Gredo would have only heard the acoustic version. Is this an exclusive? I mean, I'd, I'd say this is an exclusive. This will be the first time it's got airplay. I remember this. the 
brilliant. I can't I can't take listening to myself. It just feels crazy. By the way, I told what I tell you the voice. You did got. tell me. It's you did tell an me. amazing voice. Mate, you sound much better than that new guy in that band, by the way. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm I know your mates with him, right? You're, I know your mates with him, but that guy sounded a bit pitchy to me. I'll, 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 I'll be diplomatic. Better. He's got a different range to me, Rab, because he's, yeah, he's no, singing no. a song that I had uh, made the melody for. So I'll, be, I'll be diplomatic. Rab, you can't say that because we mentioned his band last week. He's probably <laughs> going to listen to this show, and he'll be fucking greeting because I'm you're just saying. That. I'm just. Oh, saying no, no, here, well, this, you know. Gredo, Gredo, don't, that. don't worry about it. The, the, the old bands, they hate wrestling, so you're fine. Right, okay. Right, I fuck him, you're right, you're better. Yeah, fuck him, fuck him. Um, what was got to say? How's Steve, my favourite promoter in Inverness? Great guy. Oh, interestingly enough, the bass player on that song as well, uh, Grado. Oh, really? Uh, I, 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 Steve's I, a man. He fucking runs Inverness, doesn't he? Oh, basically, he, he spreads himself in sometimes. But I obviously, he did his uh, rock and wrestle, and he does all his was, music just, events and that. So. Some right random wrestlers ended up in wrestling in Inverness, <laughs> didn't he? Ricochet, John Jay Dart, who else? Uh, Jay Lethal, Jay Lethal yeah. uh Lanny Pofo was meant to show up. We had Chris Masters. Yeah. Like, absolutely insane. We had Big Drew as well. I got I got to announce Drew at the ring, which I completely counted it, to be honest. Don't get me wrong, but it was great fun to do that. Uh, demo and everything as well, like yourself, obviously. And oh, mate, I loved getting out of this. Don't get me wrong. It was an absolute graph to get up could, there. Could, could you? An attractor, but, mate, see the, the crowds in that rock, the Ironworks venue. Ah, oh, fuck. See, this is making me rest wrestling so much, man. <laughs> Oh, I, I can't wait to the wrestling's back. Because, they, because a lot of, they hadn't, in Inverness, there wasn't much wrestling at all, I don't know. So it's like... No, it's, uh, and I remember, who was the, 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 the big security guard? The, the, she's, oh, Sandra. Sandra. She's brilliant, man. Oh, Sandra. brilliant when he died here. That, Sandra absolutely, <laughs> absolutely loved you, but her absolute soft spot was Jester, and she was annoyed. Oh, Any time at Belladrum, if he took his time coming to see her working the security at the tents, she got proper annoyed. And it'd be me that'd get it in the head. Say, oh, you know Jester, you'll get him to come over. You'll get him. I said, like, I don't know him that well, Sandra, but yeah, yeah, sure. We had we had some good nights. Uh, me, me and Jester up in Inverness when we got there, man. Did you get good numbers up in Inverness? We did actually. I thought was no. This was I can remember at the start. Was it maybe kind of slow at the start? Slow at the start. I mean, for a very first event, I think we were pushing just under a hundred, but then we were averaging about two fifty every single time. Which, which in the was, Ironworks, that's that's filling I, the Ironworks. Um, I remember. That's what you're wanting. You're wanting a fucking wrestling event in front of a couple of other people in a place called the Ironworks in Inverness. <laughs> and also, that's the wrestling you want back, isn't it? That's, what was the show one. where there was, there was it was there was it was stacked, and there was this new hotel that had just been built, and there was the strip club next door. <laughs> That'll oh be that'll be next to the Mercury. That might have been one of the Winterfest events. Oh my possibly. god! And I, I remember, I remember me and Jess. I'm mean, going to say I went to a strip club. Is that allowed? Is that well, you've said it now, mate. You've said it now. I and I remember. Can, can, can I embarrass one of your wrestling colleagues with that then? Better then. Uh, there was uh, there was the one that I always remember from that is hearing because this in fact this might have been at Belladrum that this happened, but you guys might have gone there a couple of times. I don't know, but was uh, looking sharp. Uh, on the second day of Belladrum had uh, come back and he was chatting to me he's a nice dude I like chatting with him and that and um, he was like oh we went out I said oh what did you do you missed a great time here because this was in fact this was the year we went and watched Tom Jones at Belladrum oh that was brilliant and so, yeah, Tom Jones, I was at the Tom Jones one. Was uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, you were trying to get me to meet, to get you to meet him backstage, and I was like, right. Gredo, I don't think you realise I've got no sway here." And Tom Jones is just <laughs> blocked off backstage. But um, I remember being backstage. We just to cut you off. I remember being backstage, and who was the guy that we met that was that's in a band and he was in the comedy show? 
And he's he's oh, his tag team partner on comedy's deed. He's in a band. Who's that again? Oh, you're you're thinking uh, thingy with Rick Mail. Aye, Rick Mail. That's right. He's Rick Mail's mate. We met him. We met Artie for the singing kettle. That was the first time. No, no, Artie. <laughs> it was the guy. Wasn't it? Wasn't it Artie? It was other. I know who you're on about. Uh, uh, I, I can't even do. I because they're they're regulars. There, they here. They were just as delighted to meet. I met Mister Boom as well. I remember meeting Mister Boom at fucking I, every year at Belladrum. Mister Boom thinks I'm a wrestler, and I'm like, "Are you actually looking at me beyond like my face or something?" I know I've got this is, this is like Strowman, but this is like reading one of these debauched kind of celebrity autobiographies, man. <laughs> I met the guy for the singing kettle. I met Mister Boom. I, I fuck me, Mister Boom. Is he? How's he doing anyway? Is he all right? Aye. He was doing pretty well last you go time. To watch with him. You go to watch him. He, he, he doesn't like crassness. He doesn't like swearing and all that. Well, he was talking about how much he loved Coke, but he meant Coca-Cola. And I kind of said something, made a kind of joke about uh, cocaine and he looked at me. Fucking like, you don't make that joke to uh, fucking Mr. Boom. Doesn't he actually oh. live on the moon? Mr. Do not Boom. talk to Mr. Boom about recreational drugs because he's not a fan. Not keen. He's not comfortable. He's not comfortable. Not comfortable with that. No. <laughs> Absolutely not. But what are you going to say? You're going to bury Luke, Luke Hang Sham here? Aye, I'm sure he does buried, listen to the buried. show. I hope it's not going to get him in bother, is it? I, I don't know. Well, this was this was well before the missus and that, so it'll not get him into any trouble at all. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> um, and it's not anything lewd, don't worry. But uh, the, the boys with doing that, and we'd all had our fun at Belgium, Tom Jones, all that, blah, blah, blah. He came out and said, like, oh, how did you get on then, sort of thing. And the boys are like, all oh, geared. Oh, yeah, we went uh, we went to the strip club and it was great fun. And I just looked at Luke and Sharp in the corner of my eye and he just had this, just this thin in the dumps look. Just something was wrong. And I was like, what's, what's wrong? And it's like, I got I got picked up by a stripper last night, and I'm like, "How's that a bad thing?" He's like, "No, I literally got picked up by a stripper. <laughs> I'm affronted." And he was just the rest of the day, you just couldn't get him a crack a smile. He was so annoyed, and everyone just piled on to him on it, and just would not stop with it. It's one of these big Inverness strippers. I I. <laughs> Brilliant, man. Brilliant. I, oh, fuck, I want to go in for nice room, man. More got me. <laughs> well, have you got any? Have you got any questions for us? Do you have questions for us? I mean, I know you're just here as a hangman, but do you have a question anyway? Um. Well, I could. I, I, I just make one up. Make one up, man. Make one up. Make one up, man. We'll keep it. We'll keep it related to this. Who do you think's got the best and the worst intro music in wrestling of all time? Oh, best and worst. Listen, well, a list, a list of the, I believe, is about the worst wrestling themes, right? So I'm going to focus on best, best wrestling theme. And I like loads of wrestling themes. So I'm going to go, definitely my favourite recent one. I'm going to go for recent ones, right? Definitely my favourite recent one is, and this is mainly because I love it how when it plays. Can I guess what it is? All the guys for the back all come out and they're all like that. And they're all <laughs> singing along with it and all that, man. It's got to be Jericho's one. I love it. And Billy Gunn's dancing to it and all that, man. I'm that. No, Rusev. Rusev when he was in the WWE was my favourite. Oh, um, Rusev's cracking cra- entrance theme. Amazing. Shout out for Sting's new theme, by the way. I've been listening to that in the morning. The morning's gone in my work. So it's it's a bit <laughs> long-winded though, you know, I think. It's a crack it's a cracker of a song, but for, for, for intro music, do you not think it's I get they have to milk him yeah. coming out, but does it have to be 45 minutes long? Well, I don't care because Etten is better than the, the atrocity he had in the WWE's music. That really, really annoyed me, Sting's WWE music. To- Toby, have you never thought about maybe covering wrestling songs and making your own wee kind of versions of them? I, I, I kind of considered it at different points. It's just like other music stuff had kind of got in the way. Like, I mean, we're rock and wrestle. 
we did the angle with Jester where I played Davy Blaze to the ring and stuff, but that was just one of my own songs. And like we played Wolfgang down hungry like a wolf in, uh, at a show and stuff, but never really got a chance to do like covers of actual wrestler ones. But I like I'd love stuff like that. Like p- personally for me, and I mean this is maybe just uh, because I'm just such a big mark for him from back in the day. But the original Big Show theme, I'd love to cover that. Oh, just man, just I, for I, that intro, just the well of the star. I know you can't do it now, but can you do it now? Don't do it now. I probably could do it now, but I'm not going to because there's a little bit of rasp to it and I probably will blow no, out my voice yet. for a few what days. About so. What about What about you try it, right? And if it's if you, if you, if you it's rubbish, we'll get John to fucking No, no, no. It. He's not trying it. I'm trying to protect this guy's fucking voice here. Why don't we get John to do it? Because he's sitting there looking at his fucking phone. So, John, why don't you do the well for the start of the big shows? There you go there. Uh, okay. <clears throat> Well, that's more uh, second second version there. He's gone down the low ends there, Rob. Yeah, I, yeah, I can't. Well, so you well, go, Dado, you go, Dado. Don't Toby, don't Toby, don't do it, 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 do not do it, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it, Andy Wason, Red Lightning is brilliant. Oh, uh, that doesn't surprise me at all. That does not surprise me. Let's get me Red Lightning on to do that. Next Red week. Lightning's fucking brilliant at Everton. I'm a, I, I love him, by the way. I think he's the brilliant. fucking best at Everton. Toby, thanks so much for coming on and chatting with us. It was great. I hope your voice gets better soon and fast. I'm sure it will. Uh, keep taking the Ameprazole. Uh, keep doing your okay, things. I'll- Don't be. Keeping away for the acidic stuff, get a tomato. Get... Oh, aye, the, the diet. Oh, the diet's really changed, Rob. Don't you? Yeah, spicy food away. No spicy food. Tell Mr. Boomer was asking for him, mate. <laughs> Keep it some boy, the best, Toby, right? Also, I have, I, before I go, thanks very much as well, guys, for doing this podcast week, week in, week out, and all that. I know a lot of people mimic the same things in Grado Scott Squad as well. And I wanted to mention, Rab as well, big fan of the House of Him. I hate horror oh, stuff, cheers, but I mate. really, really enjoyed the House of Him, and I didn't expect that I would. So thanks, buddy. Brilliant, thanks a lot. Yeah, Appreciate brilliant. that. Cheers, Thank Toby, you. mate. Hopefully, I'll see you soon, pal. All right. Oh, definitely, man. We'll get right. you back up in Inverness soon when brilliant. things are right. see you later, buddy. Right. See you thanks later, a lot. Bye-bye. Thank you. Catch you there, guys. Woo! You can what I don't find fair is the fact that Netflix, who by the way have upped their prices, which is very, very annoying, however, because I mean, remember back in the day it was only $6.99. No, I don't know what it is, but anyway, that's by the by. But the fact that Netflix they hide thousands of shows for you based on your location then and then. As I say, they've got the nerve to put these uh, increases in prices on you. It doesn't. It's, it's not right. It's ridiculous. But it's it's and it's absurd. They're raising the prices once again. Now here, Rab, what you could do is you could cancel your subscription and protest, or you could be smart about it and you make sure you're going to get your full money's worth by using Express VPN, just like I do. See, you might not know what's on Netflix in your country right you see what you get in your country is completely different for what you what netflix is on in japan what it's on in america russia but by using express vpn you can control which country you want your netflix in they've got over 90 countries to choose for. so every time you run out of stuff to watch what idea is i switch i'll maybe go to belgium and see what's happening on the belgium netflix and i can get that and right now I'm watching, what am I watching now, John? What was I saying I was watching yesterday? Was it the new episodes of 
Oh, what you were you watching? I can't remember. Was it uh, De- Lucifer? It was Lucifer. It was Lucifer. Watching. There's new episodes of Lucifer, and you can get the new episodes of Lucifer on the Swiss Netflix. Now, what I did to get that is I use ExpressVPN, and it's very, 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 very simple. It's one tap of a button, ExpressVPN, it lets me change the location, and I can watch it, no bother. And do you know what the best thing about it is? You don't need to just use it for Netflix. You can use ExpressVPN to unlock shows and other streaming services too. What I've done in years gone by is because that you can use it on other platforms as well. You don't need to just use Netflix. You can use it for BBC iPlayer. So I remember being in Tampa Beach with Eugene and I was on um, River City that night and I managed to hook up ExpressVPN and I got my, my episode of uh, River City. Did Eugene watch Did Eugene watch it? Uh, no, I think I, I, no, I didn't watch it because I only had he, he'd phones, earphones for myself. So... But he, I don't think he was too interested. Uh, ExpressVPN is super fast. It works on your phone, your laptop, smart tellies. You can uh, you can watch shows on the big screen and there's absolutely zero buffering. So be smart, guys. Stop paying full price for streaming services and only getting access to a fraction of their content. <laughs> get your money's worth, that's what I'm saying. Get your money's worth. <laughs> ExpressVPN.com slash wrestling. And don't forget to use my link so that you can get an extra free months that's three months free that's expressvpn.com slash wrestling e-x-p-r-e-s-s-v-p-n.com slash wrestling and you can learn more you just made the list every week we run down a chart of something wrestling related in a list of wrestling daft you can vote for what you want us to talk about at patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft this week gary and alex for the marks picked the categories because you didn't answer the whatsapp the pairies oh rob you're bad these days man you all right who, me? For answering? Aye, aye. You've got us on mute, man. No, I, it's because, listen, I've got all these veins, man. I, aye, it's, I know, man. You know, it's, it's, it's busy times here. I, take, I retract my statement. This week, Gary and Alex for the marks picked the category. So it was best wrestling trios. Best wrestling trios? Against shite wrestling themes. Of course, it was a shite wrestling themes at one with 74% of the vote. Now, that's a very difficult one. I found this really difficult to make a list because... <clears throat> There's a, a lot of really bad uh, wrestling themes, but it's very hard to find any ones that are like offensively bad because sometimes the bad ones you actually quite enjoy listening to them, you know what I mean? And then sometimes the ones that you really hate are just so generic that you can barely even remember them. Do you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean, Gredo? Aye. Like the worst wrestling themes are ones that you can't even remember. So it's really, really hard to make a list. So... Weirdly, I don't really have a three, but I have one that jumped right into my head. Mm-hmm. The minute shite wrestling themes came and one jumped right into my head. Mm-hmm. And it is, so I'm not doing a top three because I'm like, see if a wrestling theme is bad, you can't even remember it, right? But weirdly, this one is bad and you can remember it. And it's that Cesaro entrance theme that had that fucking siren on it. Do you know the one I mean? When they gave Cesaro his singles push for the first time, and it had that terrible siren and the terrible music, mm-hmm. it was brutal, man. That was the, that was that's the worst wrestling theme of all time, if you ask me. The worst one. What about you, Gredo? What do you hate? Oh, see, you're right now. I'm, for years, I always fucking hate bad wrestling songs. Uh, Randy Orton's second. What one was that? The one he used on SmackDown for about half an hour. But do you know what I mean, though, Grado? It's like, see if a wrestling theme is bad and you're like, it's rotten. You forget it's it. Hard it's hard to date. It's Nah, look. Oh, fuck. I remember, because this is not right. I'm trying to think. Nah. See, I'm getting flustered. Hold on. 
It's really difficult, mate. It's a really, really difficult one. Because the, the worst ones are the generic Jim Johnson ones where they just pick and go, right, that's one. And TNA had some some howlers as well back mm-hmm. in the day. Um, but, a lot of, but what I find is the ones that a lot of people think are terrible or great, like folk hate the Scott Hall TNA theme. Folk hated the, the Mr. Perfect TNA theme. Remember that? Oh, I really remember it, actually. Folk, it was like, um, I am the champion. It was a kind of... Rip off of that. Aye, aye, but it was fucking superb. But I have to have my head, I can't hink, man. That's so annoying. Let's see what the punters are saying. Tonight. I'm hopeless tonight. Me, DC, says Goldberg when he switched to Megadeths, crush him. I, I remember that because that was in the WCW album. I remember that. I, I don't mind Megadeth, but you don't swap that era Megadeth for Goldberg's theme or and Jerry Lynn's TNA theme. <laughs> see, that's in, this, this is incredibly what specific, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> it's but do you know what? Do you know what I, I used to like? <laughs> fucking, do you know what I used to love listening to? Um, would you would you would you call Davey Psycho Dalek? Right, he would do the ICW after parties, right? And obviously we would play like wrestling songs in the nightclub to get everybody gone, right? And it would obviously be the Stubbed and all that and DX's song. But I remember one time he was telling me he was like, I fucking hate doing these gigs. And you'll get some fans that will come up and go, can you play uh, Christian Cage's uh, second TNA theme? <laughs> 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 the most random ones. <laughs> uh, John says Stone Cold's Disturbed version. You remember oh, that, you get the bollocks. That's absurd. That's a fucking great theme. I'm sorry, but this might be... I know that a lot of people love the original, but I love that disturbed version. I don't. I, I think it's it's up there as one of my favourite entries. I mean, I love the original. Is I really the, love the, the original. The original was but... great, but I've got memories of that song because it was The Rock and Austin WrestleMania 17, that kind of era. Stone Cold coming back using that song. I love that theme. Do you ever remember The Rock used? Remember the Aggression album come out? Aye, mm-hmm. had it. And, yep. and uh they they done like kind of rap songs, uh, the, you know. The the they, they done like a rap version of the God, the Godfather's music. G O D F A T I H E R. Whole start running when they see my car, even though I'm a pro wrestling star. <laughs> right? But the, the the Rock had one on the Aggression album, and he used it on SmackDown once, and it was bizarre seeing the Rock using um, like a, a rap song, and he only he only used it once. Um, but see if you go and look at that footage, man. It's brilliant. It's used on SmackDown. See if you can see it. It's, it's, I mean, do you smell what the rock is cooking? Finally, the rock has come back. Laying down a smack on your monkey smack. Hand go to the enter the square circle. The most electrifying move. Don't turn the station. Children and their children, their fans of the aliens upon me. A rock's fan. If you smell what the rock's cooking, smell what the rock's cooking. Smell what the rock's cooking. So he can, he can rap and all, can he? It's not just about the singing, he can rap and all. I do like the, the Disturbed Stone Cold theme, actually. Just reminded myself. Yeah, can, you put, can I put a link in a chat box? Can you just watch this for two seconds? It would only take 10 Is it 10 the, the Rock one? Uh, how do you do it? Method Man. Oh, it's Method Man, how right? Who this man for the entrance? Sure. Do you smell what the yeah. rock is cooking? Yeah. It's fine. The rock has come back. Laying down the smack on the monkey track. Can't be cool as ass. Asking me goosebumps. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that's cool. Asking me goosebumps. And one ovation from this capacity crowd to Bradley Center. The rock's looking for the millions upon millions. On the Dudleys. It was a couple of weeks ago on SmackDown. The Dudleys 3D. Oh, the brilliant. brilliant, 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 brilliant. I like that. I like that. We like that. We like that. We like that. We like that. 
Um, Ryan says Hulk Hogan, real American, has to count. He's saying that Hulk Hogan's theme's one of the worst. One of the worst? That's bollocks, man. That's He's... a sign. That's, that's fucking... Nah, I don't think you should have read that out, Rob. Total Falafel says uh, Regal's man's man theme. That was a fucking cracking theme. He's funny. a man. That one, right? He's such a man. Why is that? Mickey James. That was all right. That was about the like, ECHY. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Say Mickey. Hey, hey, say Mickey. I uh, can't believe my name is Trusy. He's Billy and Chuck. I can't even remember that. Either. You look so good to me. I'm surprised that nobody has suggested the X Factor theme. theme. Remember that? X Pac, Just Incredible, and. Albert, oh I gotta God. get the guy and the woman, and I'll never get that back. Well, I know you hate X Factor. It was done by what did you call him? What did you call him that sung that? Who Uncle Cracker, do? remember Uncle Cracker? <laughs> Uncle Cracker, Uncle Cracker sang it. Look <laughs> with the X Factor. I got everything I ever yeah. wanted, and I'll never Yo. get that back. Yo. Oh, I know you hate that factor, but you ain't gotta look at me like that. I said you ain't gotta look at me like that. I know you're watching. What you looking at? Yo, I want you to remember that. You remember that shit? What you looking at? What you looking at? What you looking at? And tell me what you looking at. Come on, no. Come on, bro. That's no wrestling. Come on, bro. They paid good money. We have loads of gear. We have loads of gear. We always make sure we're sorted ourselves out with loads of gear before we do the show. So you can look. Gear as in clothes, so you can look the top dog while sitting in the house. Designs include Marcus here, a picture of wrestling daft belt, wrestling's kid on, which is important. I mean, you always need to be reminded that wrestling's kid on. I mean, even John got worked. Um, he get worked big time tonight. Yeah. And the immortal quote for the immortal Hulk Hogan, good night, Hulk Amaniacs and Jabroni Marks, put a life at home, what's a work when you work for work and work yourself into a shoot, Marks, you can get that in a t-shirt as well. These are the t-shirts we're gaining, loads of great t-shirts, classics, I'm going to take a bump for you, chips, cheese and donor meat, that's there, Margaret, there's a fiend, that's there. Not only that, hoodies, face masks, phone covers, trucker caps, bum bags, aprons, shop.spreadshirt.co.uk forward slash wrestling daft. Check out our range at shop.spreadshirt.co.uk forward slash wrestling daft right now. Or just check out the links on our Facebook page or our Twitter. At wrestling daft. Get yourself some wrestling daft merch. <laughs> Two wrestlers in a car on the way back for the show. Sweat, blood, smelly wrestling gear. But a mid story. Sorry, one of these pop one another with a great story. We mean great worthy wrestlers. We want to hear your stories. So Let's get this car started. Let's get it started. Let's get this car started. There we go. Even up to... What do you think about that tonight, Anna? Quite a night. Quite a night, man. Yeah, I, I really think I... Got a bit of a stinger in my shoulder there, man. Yeah, I came down bad after I... I took a... I took a bit of a slam dunk in there, man. <laughs> <laughs> a sore one, my man, you know? Aye, mate. You got a fucking ice pack now, mate. I told you said this? no said no wrestler ever. <laughs> I told you this, mate. It must have been. Let me tell you this story, man. I right. right. tell you one of my war stories, right? Right. Tell you one of my war stories, man. The one of the things I've been through as a veteran wrestler on the scene, right? So I was in primary five, right? And I think it was a Friday, right? I think it was a Friday. It was a lovely right. sunny Friday and 
as the day was winding down, the last hour or so, right, I mind my teacher goes like that. Let you do some artwork, right? Just do a wee bit of drawing. Right? You know what I mean, man? Fridays? You know, you know what fucking Fridays like, uh, you know what I mean? Last hour of the day. Like, why do a bit of drawing, right? That's when you're in primary five, right enough, right? Why, bud? No. Back then, right, just just as all my new, mate, I was hugely into the wrestling, right? Never dreamed I would ever become a wrestler, but I was into the wrestling. And I decided I was going to draw some wrestlers, right? Had a wee hour left at the end of the day. Lex Luger, at that time, mate, he just jumped from WCW to the WWF. So he, mate, was the man to me. And so I did a bit of drawing a Lex, right? And as I finally finished this awesome Lex Luger drawing, the teacher says to me, would you take it to the head teacher, right? Take that to the head teacher. So I'm thinking, oh man, they think my stuff's good here. And I'm I'm going to get the highest appraise here, right? You know what I mean? Because that's what you want. You want your teacher to go, like, show that to the head teacher. Right. I bet I'm thinking to myself, this will get entered into a local skills competition or something, right? So I'm sitting there, well chuffed with myself, right? Until. No, so. Lex Luger was rocking the Lex Express at the time, right? That's right. And as a Wayne, right? Turns out if you do a Lex Luger drawing, right, with his blonde hair and his <laughs> big heavy chest muscles, right? To a teacher, looked like I was drawing a woman in her underwear and her boobies out, right? Let me tell you, the head teacher gave me an earful that day, mate. Buried me. He buried me big time. Next thing, my ma has to walk to the school to tell them it isn't a bird and a buff. It's the total package. Lex Luger. That was me, mate. I get to tell not to draw any more wrestlers. <laughs> Detention, mate. Fucking brilliant, man. Superb. Let's go through this drive through mate. We'll get ourselves a couple of cheesy cool. burgers, right? Aye, man. So that story it was from, who was that from, John? Splendiferous. That was good, man. Thank you, Splendiferous. That was a good one. Uh, not offensive or anything. It was no. a nice, funny story. I popped as we liked that. That was well, a nice one for us today. No horrible stuff in it. No. Thank you I very like much for that. Stuff. That's good. It's like, so listen, if you've got a wrestling daft road story, it doesn't have to be any day with wrestling. Just a funny story about your life. It'll pop a boys. Drop us a DM on Twitter at Wrestling Daft or on the Facebook page. That's it for Wrestling Daft. Please rate, review and subscribe on Apple or get us in wherever you get your podcasts. We need to pick a listener of the week. Who is a listener of the week this week, Grado? What did you like? Uh, did you like any input for the punters? I like all the input. I like all the input this week. Who do you think? <laughs> let me see. Let me have a think here. You know what? Let me have a think. Why don't... Oh, God. Let me have a think. Who could be good? Mm. I quite like... A bronze cello is big boss man and bingo balance. I think that deserves bronze cello. He's used to win anyway. Let's keep it. He likes it. Aye. Anybody that gives bingo balance a mention, aye, got a good chance of being picked for listening to the week. Because of of course we know that bingo balance is our favourite wrestler here at Wrestling Daft. And bingo balance, you will be able to see once coronavirus is over, you'll be able to see him live at Grado's big, big family, family wrestling, wrestling bash. bash. Are we are we doing puns next week? Are we doing puns next week? We can do the bring back the puns. Yeah. No, I don't think we're due for puns yet, are we? I don't know. I no. think we are, Rob. No, I don't it's think we are. Well, it's Elimination Chamber this weekend, and we said we'd do it on the pay-per-views. Right. No, well, why no? Uh, well, we're going to be talking about Elimination Chamber next week, so let's let's leave the puns. 
listen, let's. I'll leave it up to you. We'll, we'll talk about this. We right, don't okay. need to do this in front of people. Right, let's okay. not have this argument in front right. of people. That's it for his mind. For more content in the video version of the show, get on board at patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft and check out the merch at shop.spreadshirt.co.uk forward slash wrestling daft. Thanks for listening. We'll see you in the next one. Grado, best of luck to you for the rest of the week. One more morning, tomorrow morning, and you're off. It's just wrap up the road. Audio Frontier. <laughs>